I am your co-host, Shanice, and I am a level one song. I don't think that actually counts as like, you, I don't think you get to say like, I'm a level one song because you, you're, I mean, you don't get anything. Like level one, you get like a pin that I says, thought you got like a little piece of paper or something. I got a piece of paper, but I can't go into a restaurant and be like, I'm a level one song. You want to give me a job? Like nobody cares until you're a certified song. You could try. Which is level two. Um, I don't know. If somebody wants to hire me to be a level one song, <laughs> hit me up. But anyway, I have done the level one test and training, uh, working towards level two. We'll see. It's, it's just a project. It's not really my life. That's probably good. Yeah. What does that mean? Anyway, <laughs> I will be the voice of technical reason on the podcast. You know, you just like to take it more seriously. Like... She's definitely going to tell you what you're tasting. Like, oh, here's some, like, bell pepper and tomato leaf. And I'm going to be like, this is really good and you should probably drink it. I'm the other co-host. I am a zero-level SOM. You didn't say your name. Oh, yeah, I'm Jamie. (laughs) I'm Jamie, the zero-level SOM. I.E., I like to drink wine. Um... But she doesn't know anything about it. Nope. I know what I like, and I know what I think tastes good. Her technical reviews, as you'll hear in the podcast, were, I could drink more of this, <laughs> and this isn't my favorite, or yeah. this is a Tuesday wine. Okay, that's important to know. A Tuesday wine. You don't really, like, it's not special. It's priced appropriately. Perfectly drinkable and tasty, but, like, you don't feel you have to savor it. If you pour a glass down the sink because you didn't finish it, you don't get upset. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good wine. We created this podcast to go alongside our website, which should be launching shortly by the same name. And uh, the website will be specially curated lists of where to go based on occasion or your varietal preference. Eventually... We are going to have like maps for you guys. So if you're going to be in the Central Coast area or if you live here and you want a weekend away, but you don't know where to go, we will help guide you mm-hmm. or tell you where to go, like based on what you're after. Like, are you on a bachelorette party and you want more of like a party atmosphere? Or are you like a serious wine drinker and you want to see what this area offers? Like, hopefully we will steer you in the right direction. Yeah. And the podcast is just something to go alongside it so you can see, get an inside look at tasting alongside us and virtually visit different wineries. And like what makes us recommend somewhere. Exactly. Like you don't know what I'm judging it by unless you're there along with us. So we figured, hey, let's record it and you can hear it and then you'll know like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good time. Or no, there was a lot of background noise. That doesn't sound fun. Or they seem like they have the same taste as me. Yeah. Or they're way off the charts and I just want to go and drink some grape juice. Yeah. Which, coincidentally, you can buy some places. Just yes. grape juice. We'll tell you where that is. Yeah. Seems like an expensive version of Welch's to me, but whatever. People are into it. Helps you tag along virtually. Maybe somewhere you haven't been before and you want to know more about it. Um, we go and are the guinea pigs for the experience. That's right. We test them out. We give them a thorough run, run over, run down. I don't know. That run was through. That was gonna get weird. I had just, I don't know. I, I got nervous. Well, you lifted your fist in the air. I was like, are you gonna give them a thorough, like a, a fisting? I, 
I promise not to fist anybody at the wineries. Probably. I mean, I I blame the champagne, the bottle of champagne we drank before we did this. I after, don't feel that tipsy. After the wine tasting. Comparatively speaking. Well, I do think I drank more champagne than you did. Yeah, I think so. I'm not nursing. Anyways. We just wanted you guys to hang out with us, kind I'm of. I'm mafia right now. I just gotta say. <laughs> right in my chair. I'm like leaning forward <laughs> on this small office chair, like, hey, how's it going? Can I interview you? And you're like, yeah, anyway, in my furs. In my, in my wing-backed vinyl orange yellowish. It's mustard yellow. Chair. It's pretty ugly, you guys. I'm not gonna lie. It's real ugly. It's comfortable, but it is not cute. And if I didn't have pants on, I would be stuck. <sighs> Like, I would, I would rip my skin off because I'm, it's plastic. Final. But I still feel kind of fancy in it. I feel very bossy. Yeah. In pictures, it looks real good. You can't tell that it's vinyl or plastic. Okay, we will post a picture of this on Instagram or Facebook or something, and you guys can be the judges. Yes. Once we clean the room. Right. <laughs> the pillow above your head is yeah. real jaunty, too. Cool. It's fine. <laughs> in case I get tired. So we're just trying to like, just hang out, have some fun, drink some good wine, tell you about it. If there's anywhere you want us to go, tell us, cause we're definitely open to suggestions. And feel free to tell us how great we are. We always like hearing that. Or if you want to come, or if you want us to come to you and you want to give us free wine. Definitely into definitely that. Definitely hit us But up. keep the criticisms to a minimum, cause no one needs that. But we will be very critical. <laughs> yeah. We want to judge you. We don't want you to judge us because yeah. there's a big difference. We're definitely going to show up in our pajamas because no one can see us on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I didn't even think of that. That was great. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we hope you enjoyed this first episode. We visited Tally Vineyards in Aurora Grande, and we had a really nice ex tasting experience with Kylie. So shout out to Kylie. Thank you. And thank you to Tally for hosting us. Yeah, thank you. It was great. We will see you at the end of the episode. Cool. Okay. I think we're going. This is my first time doing this, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we messed it up. Yeah. It's okay. What is the difference between flights? So the difference between the flights, I'm going to start with our core and then we're kind of going to jump back and forth a little bit to okay. give you guys a good, broad experience. Um, the core flight focuses on everything that Tally does. So we have Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, but we throw um, other white varietals, like sometimes our Riesler or our Sauvignon Blanc in there, sometimes um, our Cabernet or Red Blend, whereas the core the dis I'm sorry, the distinctive flight focuses exclusively on Tally's Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, which is what we're known for. Um, most of the time, it is our exclusive single vineyard Pinot Noir and Chardonnay as well. Awesome. Is it all estate-grown grapes? Um, the vast majority is, but not 100% of it. So this Riesling is estate-grown, um, but it's labeled under the Bishop's Peak label, which is a different than the Tally label. The Tally label will only ever have um, Pinot Noir, our estate Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, except for the Oliver's Vineyard Chardonnay. That will be under the estate label also. 
So, okay. Cool. Thank so we're you. We're starting off with our Riesling. It's a dry Riesling. Um, we will always have a Riesling on the menu because um, Oliver Tally, who founded Tally Farms back in the late 40s, Riesling was his favorite varietal. Um, and so it was one of the first ones that they planted. It doesn't do spectacular in the climate around here, um, but it does good. And we've kind of find, found ways to help it along a little bit also. So we'll always have a Riesling available because of Oliver. That's cool. Yeah, I like the sentimental wine. There's a lot of sentimental wine, actually. So we'll, always do. <laughs> yeah. we can, we'll get into that in a little bit. Cool. Thank you. I gotta say, for a Riesling, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> well, it's you know they they tend to be sweet. They're hard to even when they're dry, they're sweet. Yeah, I find in my very distinct palate. always something for everybody you just have to find the right spot that has what yeah so. I feel like this needs like some food in the summertime yeah it's nice and light be a good afternoon drinking right wine. day drinking wine I like that Let me take pictures how often do you guys change your tasting list? Um, usually every couple of weeks when we have a release coming up, um, we'll change it more frequently to focus on um, either the Pinot Noir, the Chardonnay, the Sauvignon Blanc, whichever um, is getting released the last time. This particular, these particular flights have been around like two, maybe three weeks, um, but before that they were kind of changing every week and we'd switch one wine to something else, or there'd just be various little nuance um, to them, and then like for holiday weekends we usually have a one flight instead of the option of two, mm. just to kind of help streamline things for us. Yeah, that probably makes it much so, easier. Yeah. <laughs> What's the alcohol on this? Okay. Yep. It's like it's very light. Mm -hmm. Like it, I was like, this is just grape juice. It's kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Just keep drinking it. It's fine. Yeah, it's like nice and tart and not sweet at all. Yeah. Or not, you know, I'm not picking up a lot of them. Um... I definitely put it in the morning category. <laughs> morning wine. A weekend, like a Sunday morning wine. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. It's perfect for today. Like, you could drink it and people wouldn't judge you too much for drinking it. Because it's light. Yeah. At least that's what I tell myself. So the Bishop's Peak label. I've seen that before. Is yes. that... What, what do you guys produce under that um, label? Bishop's Peak label, we produce quite a few. We have this Riesling. We do a Sauvignon Blanc. Um, we do a Pinot Noir and a Chardonnay under that label as well. Um, a Cabernet. Our Elevation, which is a red blend. So do you do a lot of those tastes, like do you pour those for tastings here or is this more of like your like store brand? Depends. I would say it is a little bit edging towards more of the store brand. Like the Pinot Noir and Chardonnay we don't pour in the taste here because okay. we have so many others right. under the Talia State label. Yeah. Um, but we will, like I have this Riesling, it's um, Riesling and Sauvignon Blanc is usually one of our whites that we have on the flight that's different from our Chardonnay. Um, and then any other red, like the cab and the elevation, will be on the core flight as well, just um, to give people a little variety. Okay, yeah. Cool. So, but you will find these um, in the store as well. So. Very neat. Right, everybody, um, we're going to kind of split 
start bouncing back and forth now. Okay. Some of the, the wines are on this, um, each menu, so we'll kind of go through those. I like that they have an Atomic Blanc. I don't... I like that name. Atomic Blanc? Yeah. Like Atomic Blonde? Yeah. Yes. So those are our Growler Wines, Wines on Tap. Um, oh, they, cool. They give them fun names. Uh, quite frankly, quite are you proper. kidding me? I want to buy that just because I like the they name. They come in a Growler. Um, and yeah, we'll go and add uh, We can taste those too if you want, but we have a 100% Pinot Blanc, which is the Atomic Blanc right now. We have Quite Frankly, which is 100% <laughs> Cab Franc. Um, that is did, great. We had um, the Three Stooges, which was a red blend. Oh, cool. We had Marilyn Oh, that's funny. I love this that. This is very dangerous for me to know because this is right on my way home every single day. And I'll <laughs> be like, like, oh, I guess this is going to be my house I wine. need a growler. Yeah. Well, it, once it's open, it lasts for like two days and it's the equivalent of two and a half bottles. Yeah. So it's like you open it on a Monday, you drink one bottle of wine by Friday. And you're like, this is great. Really very neat. I've house, never seen any like wine tasting rooms doing growlers. I haven't seen it anywhere else um, Oso Libre does oh, like yeah. a reef. I don't think they have like, I don't think they caught onto the growler thing. Oh, and um, what's that one on the corner? Donati. They have the Naughty Donati. Oh. <laughs> Justin named that. <laughs> yeah. And that one isn't a growler, I'm pretty sure. But I don't think the Oso Libre is. But very cool. Yeah, very good it's idea. a lot of fun. They started yeah. doing it a couple years ago, and people, they just love it. I mean, it's a really good table wine. It's a really good dinner party wine, and it's um, a flat $40. And then if you bring it back for a refill, it'll just be $35. Oh my gosh, so such a good deal. Yeah. And, and then like, if you're a wine club member, it's 20% off those prices, too. If I can tell someone, quite frankly, I'd like to pour you a glass of wine. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Great. So, this, so what are we on? This is our state Chardonnay. <laughs> this is um, Tally's flagship white wine. Okay. They first planted Chardonnay in 1982. Um, some of it went good, some of it didn't. They pulled some of the vines out and they kind of started from scratch again in 1984, if my facts are correct. It's pretty close to that timeline at least. Um, this is Chardonnay um, from our three different estate vineyards, um, all in kind of crammed all into one. It gives you a really good idea of what our winemaker does, what Tally's about, and the type of Chardonnay that we tend to produce. Um, we kind of lean towards more of the quote-unquote modernistic new age, new age way of doing Chardonnay. You're not going to get a lot of huge French um, heavy oak or type of, type of Chardonnay. It's going to be crisper, a little fruitier, um, kind of bright, but they age really, really so do you age this in oak or stainless? Um, it fermented in stainless, aged in oak. Um, depending on the Chardonnay, the percentage of new to neutral and French to American blueberries. Cool. Like, I want to keep drinking it. It's interesting. Honestly, I'm still stuck on the atomic blonde thing. <laughs> Quite frankly, like, I'm, my mind is still there because that is so clever. Who comes up with the names? It's not us. <laughs> they don't crowdsource. No. At least they haven't yet that I've been made aware of. So. Well, it is just the tasting room staff so it's whoever comes up with one tells them to have Jared. Okay. Yeah. So. I like it a lot. Kind of keep a, a bowl in the back. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that'll be next. So. So this one's a 16, right? Yes. On the side? All of our Chardonnays and Pinots are 2016. Oh, it's on both sides. It's on both okay. sides. Um, and then we will do one of our single vineyard Chardonnays, and then we can move into some red
How long does it age? Um, this particular one. I like I like it, but I don't think I like it thirty four dollars worth. I like that it's like I wouldn't. Like at a first sip, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a Chardonnay. I'd be like, oh, what is that? Like there's enough oh, really? citrus in it. Yeah. But then like, I feel like when it finished, I'd be like, oh, that's a Chardonnay. Oh, yeah, it is. Right. Get my cheat I feel like it has a distinct Chardonnay nose for me. Yeah, but it doesn't like immediately, like it almost like feels like a Sauvignon Blanc or something immediately. And then I'm like, okay, wait, this is definitely Chardonnay. So this particular Chardonnay are states, 13 months French oak, 14% new, and 25% one year old. Okay. So this next one, this is another Chardonnay. It's our 2016. There's a bug in your glass. <laughs> <laughs> a little extra protein, never hurt. So this is actually odd. Okay. It's our 2016 Oliver Chardonnay. Um, it is a single vineyard, but it's grown in Edna Valley, which is a different AVA, so technically it's not a state. Um, it, the label looks the same, we just have to we put Edna Valley down at the bottom. Okay. Still Talion property, and it's really just over the hill about a mile or so, but it's a different wine or viticulture um, AVA, so it's like, it has to be distinctified. Um, named after Oliver Talley, who founded Talley Farms back in the 40s. So Tally has like the vegetables on that side and over here and the winery. Like it's all the same Tally group. Yes, it's all the Tally family. We're on our third generation right now. Um, the produce and the winery is run as separate businesses. Um, but Brian sense. still oversees all of it, but there's definitely a distinct difference. Um, business tax aspect of everything is completely separate. So um, yeah, for all intents and purposes, they're separate businesses. Yeah. They just they share a lot of the land. Um, like out the windows will pantry here was our pumpkin patch this year. Um, I know there were so many people coming out yes. every weekend for that. Yes. Um, and then we have the growing spinach back there, the growing spinach over there, we have grapes over there. I mean it's just kind of it's pretty well intermingled. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like it. Are those benches over there like is that an available picnic area? Yes. Because you guys really have like a beautiful picnic property. That is definitely more Chardonnay-y. It is going to be more Chardonnay-y than the first one. <laughs> That's a very That's technical an term. Official term. Chardonnay-y. <laughs> Everyone knew what I meant. That one was a, a bit too, too oaky for my taste. It's definitely a bigger, like, I like that the other one has such a lighter mouthfeel. Yeah. But that could also just be the time of day, how much I have or haven't eaten. Mm. I don't know. So we're moving on to our estate Pinot. Kind of the same stories with the estate Chardonnay. We grow Pinot Noir on several different identified vineyard blocks or named vineyards um, on the estate, and we kind of cram it all into one get a little bit of everything that those um so you're these are this estate is comprised of um the rincon mostly the rincon vineyard um pinot noir which is a single vineyard as well so it's the rincon the rosemary's and then we have um another little one that has a little bit of pinot but i the name of it always escapes me cool you can make something up we'll never know <laughs> i try not to but sometimes i have to so. <laughs> Pleasant. So this is aged um, 18 
months is retro, 28% new. So this one, to, sorry, but just I like, to get, I like it too. It's like nice and light. It's not too. I've been having some pinots lately that like are a little bready or like a little barnyardy, which I like that. But this is just so clean. I feel like this is easy drinking, and I don't feel like this is like so. It's very approachable, and it's like you could drink it anytime. I don't feel like it needs anything special. It doesn't need, a, like some food, like it needs. Some food needs it, wine. Thank you, yes. <laughs> some wine, like it deserves food. Like it's disrespectful not right. to give it food. But like look at that hair color real quick. Whoa, that's a, that's a filter though. Let's get her, that's, a, that's also a filter. That hair color is not a filter. Her face maybe, but that is. That's crazy. She did a beautiful job. I'm obsessed. So you're gonna you're gonna do that to your hair now? No, that's not how I wanted to do my hair. I didn't want to go that blonde. Oh. Just like a little blonde. No, I don't really like you blonde. I know, but I'm so bored. So instead, I cut banks, which I'll probably hate in a week and a half. Yeah. They're fun. I don't think Kurt likes them, but that's unfortunate for him. I like. I prefer you with a heavy bang. I think the thing is, is like I'm just going too bald to have a heavy bang. I really think that. I'm really glad that this is audio only and like not, there's no like visual components. I don't care. I'll take a picture and show you guys. Look at my bald head. This is, I need to make money doing this so I can get hair plugs. <laughs> not even joking. But like I really prefer you with a heavy bang. Me too. But I need more hair. <laughs> okay. I'll give you some of mine. It keeps falling out. I, gosh, I wish. That's the baby. Look at this, though. Quite frankly, I don't have enough hair for, for a heavier bang. <laughs> but look at It's, like, gotten so long. I know. That would take me, like, a year and a half to do. So this is our first single vineyard Pinot Noir. This is the Rincon. Um, it is what the estate is mostly comprised of, but not entirely. Um, it is the vineyard that you can see out the windows behind us here. Okay. Um, it goes over, there's this little valley, and then it goes up in there, and it goes back that way still, too. Um, part of the original plantings in 82, so these vines are over 30 years old. Um, some of the oldest vines that we have on the property. Cool. Very neat. Do you have a, um, a map of the different blocks? I do. Somewhere. Let me find it. Okay. Oh, I like that a lot. What do you like about it? Expound. <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> like how it tastes in my mouth. <laughs> it's a little heavier than the last one, I feel. Ooh, they have baby bottles. Oh, I do I love a baby. Oh, because I just, you know, maybe I just want to have two glasses of wine, but I don't want to have to open a whole bottle. Is baby that what you bought a Corvin for? Yeah, I never use it. You should ask her to set you up with like a refill thing like they have at that place in Tascadero. Yeah. No, I like this a lot. It's, I feel like it has more to it than the last color. one. Yeah, so essentially this is the entire bit of everything, and then I have everything that's broken down by block and diagonal oh, cool. and like things. You want to take a picture of stuff, too. Do you want to take a picture? Can you get just sure. the right angle? Well, I'm not, I'm just taking it for like educational purposes, not for display Like, do you guys accommodate a lot of big groups? Like, I feel like you have a lot of space. We 
do. Um, we actually, in, in this room here, um, it's the Rencon room, and that's set up for large groups. The only reason the doors are currently closed is because we have a group of like 20 planned to come oh, wow. here today for some of these 70th birthday parties. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, picnic areas outside are kind of first come, first serve, unless you call or email us, and we'll um, set aside a couple tables um, for you guys to Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, we have a hard time accommodating anybody over like 20. Um, so, like, a group of 20 comes in and they want to do like like a little birthday party thing. Do you have like a fee to use the space or is it just like the tasting fees? It's just like the tasting fee it would be the tasting fee per person or we would ask you buy a minimum number of bottles based on the amount of people that are coming. So that's reasonable. Yeah. That's very reasonable. Enjoy. Wow, they've got food. Let's, yeah, let's go with them. In there, right? <laughs> we do private tastings in there too, and we do have a smaller setup in our um, the Rincon Adobe, which is that um, old adobe on the hill. It oh, used to be okay. our tasting room, but there's a small, a small fireside room that can seat like four people that will do oh, um, like more quiet private tastings in there as well. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, I like this a lot. I, I really enjoy that too. Okay, so this is um, one of our, another one of our single vineyard pinots, um, Rosemary's Pinot, um, named after Rosemary Talley. She and her husband Don planted the first vines in the early 80s. Um, this vineyard is the closest vineyard we have to the ocean. It's about a uh, mile and a half, two miles directly west of here. It also sits on the hillside outside Rosemary Talley's house. Rosemary is our current proprietor, Brian's mother, and so we have a Chardonnay named after her as well. This wine is kind of his homage to mom, um, and like the history and everything at the Valley Rock. So yeah. um, it is our most premium label as well, being the most expensive one we make. So cool. it's got a lot of dynamic to it, has a lot of vivacity. Um, the Chardonnay under the Rosemary's label has um, quite a bit of salinity and minerality to it. Um, these wines have a lot of structure to them. There's a lot of sparky vivacious to it. So. I'd like a name named after me. A wine named after me is what that sentence was, I think. Well, start planting. Start making wine. Kurt keeps saying he wants to plant grapes in the backyard. That would be, uh, yeah, I don't think you can get enough I could get a bottle. <laughs> you need the smallest barrel ever. <laughs> like my mom's little whiskey yeah. barrel. <laughs> You're like, this is our very special, special <laughs> right. wine. I think I like the last one better. I think this would be very good with a meal. I think it'd be good with something if it, like, the flavors weren't too aggressive because it, something could outshine this wine real quick. If you had, like, like a steak, if you had a horseradish with it, this well, yeah. would not be good. But well, if you did, no, like, no. a prime rib sandwich or something, it might be nice. Like a mellow. cold prime rib sandwich? Um, or like a shaved prime rib sandwich. Because like the fattiness of the yeah. prime rib I think would complement the acidity yeah, in think, this. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. But you like, would have to keep the seasonings to a minimum. Yeah. Because this is pretty mild. It does have more structure. Oh, there's a cookbook? That's cool. Yes, Brian wrote a cookbook. from um, all the wines are referenced by a page number in his cookbook, which that's is, cool. um, it's organized seasonally instead of categorically, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that's really nice. Thank you. 
I'm a sucker for a cookbook. I like cookbooks to look pretty, and then I never actually cook out of yeah. <laughs> I do like the seasonal organization. Yeah. That's really neat. Because and it goes perfect with the tally box, I bet. Yes, it does. <laughs> all the things oh. that grow here seasonally. Yes, all the things that like. So this is our last wine, unless you wanted to try the growlers. Um, this is the Elevation. It's a red blend. Um, it's Petit Verdot, Malbec Merlot, and Cabernet. Whoa. And these are not estate-grown grapes. They're grown. Um, all of these are actually from Rancho Santa Margarita, which is in the southwestern section of the Paso Robles ABA. Okay. That makes sense. That is not at all what I was expecting <laughs> after everything else yes, we've had. Like, that was like a curveball. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of a curveball. Um, the exact blend on this, if you are interested, is 45% Tifer Dough, 23% Merlot, 25 Merlot, sorry, 23% Malbec, and 7% Capital. Right? Mm -hmm. So different. Yeah, it was just like, my brain was like, switch gears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you going to want to try the quite frankly? Quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Quite frankly? Quite frankly. I really would. Quite frankly. I want to say, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first sip of that really like startled me, but it was very interesting. Like I would keep drinking it. A little smoky maybe for me right now at 12.18. Um, can I please try the quite frankly? Absolutely. <laughs> because quite <laughs> frankly, <laughs> I will be disappointed if I don't. Thank you. Well, it is kind of a disappointment after all those other wines. <laughs> okay, but it but comes in a growler. It's good for, quite frankly, it's real tasty for something in a growler. It is substantially better than the Donati one, 100%, no competition. Tuesday, Tuesday wine? Tuesday wine. Uh, pizza wine? Yep. Yeah. But it like it's way smoother than like you would expect from a growler. Mm -hmm. Well, it didn't come out of a growler right now, just so you know. I know, but you know what I mean. Totally I'm, I'm real into the quite frankly. Quite frankly. Are you now? Mm-hmm. Did we want to revisit anything or cool around? Um, we tasted pretty much everything that's open right now, except for our members-only petite straw. Oh. I know, thank you. I do, but my husband will kill me. But I might try and talk him into stopping on our way out of town to get some quite frankly. Other tea. The other tea. Um, we wanted to give you guys our final thoughts and impressions. So um, overall, I think Tally was 
a great stop if you're just like out with friends. Yeah, I think it's a really good group stop. Like they have tons of picnic space and a really like inviting atmosphere to hang out for a bit. Um, they had plenty of parking to accommodate like limos and those vans and stuff. Um, I felt like the wine was a little bit expensive for what it is. Yeah. Like it was good. Yeah. But I wasn't rushing to buy any except for the Growler. Such a great investment. I oh my gosh. You. Best names ever. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> one was Atomic Blanc. Oh, and the other one... We've had a little bit of wine. Yeah. Wait, I have a picture of it. Um, the other one was... Oh, I know what I... Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite, quite frankly. frankly. Quite frankly. Our thoughts are... I'm embarrassed I forgot that because it's amazing. <laughs> and quite frankly, I think if you're going wine tasting with friends or family, it's a great place to stop yeah also note it's dog friendly patio only though and they do have dog treats on the yes. inside that you can grab for your furry friend yeah but and there wasn't like a place to tie them up they have no. to be you have you have to be out there with them yeah but i did notice they were pouring wine for people outside like they were bringing it to you out on their little lawn or in their little picnic area and i think that's really cool yeah yeah, I think it was um, overall a good experience. Again, uh, if you're like a diehard wine lover, like they had some good Pinots, but overall it wasn't. I feel like they my go-to place. I feel like they had good Pinot for this area. Yeah, you know we're not San Ynez. This is not this is not a Pinot area, so it's I think it's good when when it's good, it's good for the area. Yeah. But yeah, you should Good. go. I concur. <laughs> Good. Concurring. Um, yeah, I would go back. I'd, yeah. I'd take, like I, I was telling Shanice earlier, I think it's a great in-law place. Mm -hmm. Like it would be a perfect place. It's beautiful. They have gorgeous views of like their... Out-of-towners. It's a good out-of-towner. That's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, like they, it's pretty. It's easy to get to. Like mm -hmm. it's right out of Arroyo Grande. Yeah. Close to Edna. It's not like you're going way the heck out to go to one place. Or even if you're on your road bike and you just want to stop in for a quick refreshing drink of wine, um, <laughs> it is very much accessible for that. We even saw people on our way out biking in to Tally. I think I got a picture of that. We did. And they have a really cute farm stand that unfortunately was closed. Mm -hmm. But I just think that's, like, that's cool. You know, it works with their whole thing they have Diversify. going there. Yeah. Diversify. Grapes and vegetables. <laughs> All you need for a healthy dinner. Yeah. Oh, they have that cookbook, too, which was oh, really neat. Oh, yeah. The cookbook was yeah, really cool. Yeah, they have a cookbook, and then each wine has a page number next to it, like on their tasting menu, and that sends you to a recipe that pairs well with it, and I think yeah. that's really clever. Yes. And it was organized seasonally, so you just go to the spring section and find what you're after. And yeah. It was, it was nice. Yeah. So overall, we enjoyed it. Uh, probably a great place to take out of towners, or like if you're in, you know, maybe a little bit of a larger group, or just a group out for a nice Saturday afternoon, Sunday yeah. afternoon. They um, said take they a picnic. Definitely, they said they accommodate groups up to twenty as long as you've called ahead, which that's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, they had a little room you can go in, or they do it outside. So you know, out of respect, like. Anywhere around here, usually groups of six or more, you want to call ahead of time. But I feel like if you had 
four or five people, you could easily pop in there anytime and they would be great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So if you want to hear a little bit more about our adventure there, see some pictures, get a little bit in-depth analysis on the wine, uh, you can visit the blog, which is at our website, centralcoastuncorked.com. Um, the map portion that we were talking about earlier, the list portion for your various wine excursions, not live yet, but the blog is live. So go and check that out and we will see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Tell us what you think. Yes. We would definitely welcome your feedback. As long as it's nice. Positive feedback. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.